Bible says the message of the cross is foolishness. 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 Foolishness to those that are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. What's up, you guys? This is Brian Sumner. We are back with the Foolishness Podcast. We are on episode 31. And I hope you are doing well. And by that, what do I mean? That wherever you are in life, um, good, bad, struggling, that you are sitting in the presence of the Lord. And by that, I mean, guys, as Christians, I know for you listening now, know the Lord, that no matter what we go through, even as Jesus said, there'd be trials, times of challenge, a tribulation, that as we sit in his presence, as we trust in his word, as we hold fast to his truth, he will lead us. I say that because... Really, the Foolishness podcast is very ambiguous in the goal. Sometimes it's sermons, sometimes it's teaching, sometimes it's interviews, but I just like that it's encouraging people, the Bible's present, we get to hear testimonies of many people, and I say that because I've been getting a lot of feedback the last few weeks from the Mulder's testimony, Sarah and Richard, who shared their marriage, their story. I've known Richard for many, many years, and a very good skateboarder professionally who married, fell in love. And they just went through so many hills, the ups and downs, the journey of marriage. We actually named their episode Death by Marriage. But why was that episode so important? Because it allowed Christians, people who trust in Jesus, that want to live godly lives, want to do their best, to live righteously in the way that they live. But it's still a struggle where the rubber meets the road. It is tough. And as we were prepping through this week and I was thinking, man, who's going to be some guests? Um, my friends today came to mind because as I think about them, a couple that I care for that go to our church that we've all been friends for some time now, they have gone through so many ups and downs. And the way that I've seen them grow in this and experience God's grace is by being open with it, by outward processing. There's that verse that I love in Hebrews that says, don't forsake gathering together so as to stir up love that means when there's conflict that means when there's victory that means when there's struggle some of you right now are still mad at the pastor you're mad at the church you're mad at your spouse you're mad at yourself and god says gather together so i just thought i'm going to be sitting down this week isaac drove down got my friends from town so who's on today tony and amber Matos, how are you guys doing? Yeah, what's up, dude? Good, how are Matos, you? not Matos, Matos, right? Tomato, tomato. tomato. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to go with Matos, though. That's the pronunci- <laughs> correct pronunciation. Yeah. I can't even pronounce And you guys that. came all the way from two minutes away, the other side of Huntington yeah, Beach. Yeah, it was, it was a trek, but we made it. Well, Beach minutes. Boulevard, 12 minutes? 12. Because the traffic now, huh? Beach Boulevard gets pretty packed. It gets wild. Yeah. Okay, yeah. crazy. Yeah, but we're locals now. <laughs> we've, been, we've been here for four years now. So from the here. East Coast wild. for four years? Yeah. yeah. Because you said, what, New England? Yeah, Massachusetts. Crazy, okay. Yeah, can I say massholes on this? That's, I don't know. Is that what you say? Yeah, I mean, that's actually what... I'm not going to say it, but I, I don't know. It. I don't I, know. Is, gonna, is that a term? Can I jump in? Yeah. That, but but that I, is that's term. what I am and was. Yeah. That's what you were called? That's what I was called. Okay. Yeah. It comes okay. out from time to time. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So you're from... So New England, and that's that's Massachusetts then, so... Yes. Mm-hmm. Are the get-up kids from Massachusetts or Kansas or what was... Do you remember that band or no? Yeah, I've heard of them, but they, okay, never they'd mind. probably be upset if I tried to say where they tried were to from because I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. But the point anyway is you guys are local. Um, I know my, my wife comes and visits you. You do her eyebrows. And <laughs> your son is in the youth group that yeah. my son helps oversee. Yeah. And uh, we've been friends for, what, three or four years. Three years yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just been an encouragement because I guess I look at someone like me that 
professional skater. I'm just grabbing a hold of whatever God's given me now. I'm always kind of going, doing stuff. But then I see the people that are deep in the congregation. You know, we all go to Branches Church in Huntington. Mm. I don't get to sign up for too much because I'm out preaching or doing stuff. Mm. But you guys have been consistently there as the body Mm. and seeing you bless others, but then seeing how the Lord's blessed you, but even some of the journey. So this begins what you're both from New England or... Yeah. yeah go ahead and take that. Yeah. yeah Tell the story. <laughs> Do the backstory. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. We both um, were born and raised in Massachusetts. Okay. We actually were um, raised like 20 minutes away from each other or so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very small area there. Wow. Area. Yeah. I've I heard mean, of the Mass Pike. That's yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. It's <laughs> 90 one. mile stretch. That's okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we, we both um, are from that area. And then, you know, four years ago, uh, we moved here for my job. So. Mm-hmm. For cause... For you, my old cosmetics job. Cosmetics, that's Correct. right. Yeah. I remember we did the Costa Rica trip and you gave us bags and bags and bags of um, makeup, mm-hmm. eyeliner. And that's people saying, why are you saying this? Well, because Jamie and Paula Hemion, who he was on a few episodes ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. One of the things they had a hard right. time with, they said moving to Costa Rica as an American missionary, right. it was just hard even right. finding makeup right. and eyeliner. So yeah. you blessed <laughs> a lot of women in that oh. church who were struggling to, uh, right on. Yeah, to fine-tune their eyebrows. Right. So thank you. Yeah, Hopefully there's treasure in heaven for well, that. Yeah. Um, you know? When, <laughs> I would whatever. think so. So, yeah. you came, so you came out for that. Yeah. And well, then obviously... Let's, yeah. we, hold on, let's pull back because um, yeah. let's, let's color that a little bit more. Okay. Because we were um, in that space... Uh, we w- had a lot of difficulties in our marriage. Yeah. Um, I was a complete jerk. That's yeah. For sure. Should we, is this the beginning of the you next can. podcast? Sure. Here? I don't know. Guys, um, go wherever you need to go. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I was, I was, um, you know, I was addicted to um, alcohol and uh, sex and all of the uh, vices that you can possibly imagine. Um, yeah. I, I was a, uh, treated Amber very, very poorly um, in the middle of our marriage. And, uh, yeah, we got to a point where, um, you know, I was just bad. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was I was drinking all the time. I was cheating. Mm. Um, she had forgiven me. I went back to the same, you know, like just basically kind of covering myself, being like, oh, no, everything is good. And then yeah. all of a sudden just falling back into it. Yeah. Not, you know, this is obviously pre-crisis. This is everything. Because um, you guys are married how long? Then? You got married at what year? We got married in 2012, so we'll be married for seven years uh, seven. in October. Yeah. Yeah. 2012. And you, you were, were you drinking and partying at the time or no? I was. So I kind of like never really did drink until I met Tony. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then I kind of got a little bit <laughs> right. more involved with that. I'm just you laughing know? as the guy becomes the influence. You know, my yeah. wife didn't really eat meat and, and drink uh, sodas and candy till she met me. She's free of <laughs> that taco. now, but she still blames yeah. me. Yeah, okay. And she did have a Del Taco season. <laughs> See, so but so Tony Bad was influence. influencing you. Right. Yeah. And then you were like mellow about it. Yeah, I you, wasn't as like, I definitely wasn't anywhere near what he was doing. We were, mm-hmm. we were partying on the weekends and stuff right. for yeah. sure. But right. I was... I was not as caught up in all of that. And then you were, yeah. And but I was, but I was taking it to a, a an extreme level. Yeah. So I'd be like, you know, drinking at like seven a.m. Yeah. Right. Like this is this is. And was it like the rock star drinking? Like I'm gonna drink crazy yeah, alcohol like, and just party. And, and it was just you know from my background and my family like that Puerto was Rican. Puerto Rican family. I know I know I don't look it, but I am. <laughs> so well, and there's a pride that. like English people, yeah. Irish people. Hey, everyone can out drink everyone. All right. You don't drink like like America's very. You drink Bud Lights yeah. or. Or you just drink right, beers, right? But and, and in my for my family, it was kind of like we got together. That's what we did was we would get together and we would and we would drink. Yeah. You know? And in my family, like oh, it was just it was just 
what out. you do hanging out people do. smoking cigars right and, and it was just and it was loud music and it was up all night so that was like as i was you know raised and going into my life that's yeah. kind of what i saw so yeah. you know no excuse but that's then i translate that's what you that did. into being like this is my enjoyment yeah um obviously then that gets even harder and harder as our marriage kind of struggles i try and you know fix it myself so you um, really were trying to fix it you were like i'm hurting yeah, this person I'd be like, i was literally like look okay i'm gonna put down the alcohol like i was like cold turkey I yeah want, i'm gonna Amen. stop i'm gonna stop drinking right yeah like none of the aa none of the, which is like that's a testimony to god and yeah it's like i can yeah. look back on that and be like there's the power to that yeah yeah especially when you think about the amount of drinking like you know, he says 7 a.m. and all of that drinking, but it's like to the point where that was happening and I didn't even know that that was mm, happening. Right. So, you know, so you went, even if it was an addiction where you were hiding, hiding it, it. Yeah. Right. you needed it. Right. It wasn't needed like you're trying to be one of the boys and no, here's my No, gear. it was it like was... I would be like solo, just like out, like I'm yeah, going to go yeah. out to the woods and go do this, right? So, which is just, yeah, it's depressing now I say it out loud. Wow. It's depressing then too. So, but even putting down the alcohol, and this is getting deeper. So putting down the alcohol, that still didn't stop the addiction that I had. So I'm like, okay, this yeah. is great. But and the, you mean with sex? The sex. That, and was that based on watching pornography young or just... It, well, I had, I had been um, molested at, oh, as a wow. child. Right. At, 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 oh my gosh. Maybe wow. I'm like three, four. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, and as you know, it's interesting because I had shared, we short, shared this um, yeah. at our testimony yeah. for Beach Fest, and yeah. not to jump into that, but, yeah. so, <laughs> you know, it's like, but like standing in front of all those people and just yeah. kind of saying that, like getting that off of my chest kind of thing, um, it was a really big moment, but. Well, just saying it now, you can feel the authority in it because, I mean, I know we mentioned it even before, but I think it's even Joyce Meyer, you know, on TV, mm. and she said her own dad, I believe, had raped mm. hair. 200 times mm. and when she went back to him years later i believe her and her husband i don't know the full story but mm. i believe they went to him and it happened to him wow. and i believe yeah. that and I'll, I'll say it it's kind of controversial to mm. say but even sitting with a professor before at uci at one of my kids birthday parties i'd asked them about even why people are homosexual you know and it was when i was coming to faith and i'm not going to go into it now right. for everyone to go crazy but he'd said you know 98 percent of all people i've met I've been molested. Mm -hmm. and, and so as a kid, you register it, you begin thinking about it, you've had multiple, multiple, multiple images, thoughts, mm -hmm. and right. that's kind of how you take control of it. Mm. Yeah. That's what we do as humans. When I go, well, I'm going to go step. Like if someone comes in and starts a fight, I used to be the guy that wants to then end the fight so I can control it. Right. So it's like, so you, you believe that led to the promiscuity yeah. because yeah. you were just open to it already? Yeah, and there's definitely, I, I just want to like yeah. piggyback on what you were saying, but there definitely is something about... Uh, you know, sexual abuse of any nature or assault that uh, it just gives you a very different depiction of what sex is. Mm. Right. Because when Breaks I was, it. yeah, because yeah. when I was 14, I actually lost my virginity to mm. rape um, mm -hmm. from somebody who I know pretty well. I knew pretty well. And, um, and just for a very long time, it gave me a very different view of what yeah. sex was or what it should be. I think even now as an adult, there's mm. things that I struggle with where mm. I'm kind of like not 100% certain about. You don't see it as a positive or a blessing or something you offer yeah. someone. You yeah. well, would you think, and we can just go wherever because, you know, people are driving in their cars yeah. saying, what does Brian have this couple on or what is God saying? Right. Hopefully through our struggles and what we found in him. Do you think both of you guys having those experiences when you first met, did you open up about them before you were fully married or did you even know? Like, did you? I didn't share um, the sexual abuse 
with you in the beginning, I don't think. And that that was one thing that like as we when I was just like, okay, like we're why am I acting out this way? What's well, going on? Well, no, actually it was like when I started realizing like, oh, okay, um this is a person I kind of want to be with for mm. us in my life. I'm starting to feel that trust. I'm gonna share that it was kind of like something that I had in like the back tool chest. It of tells my, her of she's my, valuable. Of my, right. Of my soul to be like, okay, let me get this thing out and now I can show this to you. And so mm. like that was kind of that exchange. Um, yeah. And then so, oh, that, wow. right. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I think you knew about my experience much like earlier on probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because I think as I was like in, in relationships with people too, like oftentimes almost immediately, um, just things would kind of come up where I didn't feel comfortable mm. or I felt like kind of strange in certain situations. So I would always say something because yeah, yeah, just because yeah. you know that was just, there. Yeah. Well, they say that even and we can not that we necessarily get into the occult, but the way you break down a person is exposing them to radical things early on, mm. and it shatters their their picture of it, right. and it's forever scarred. Obviously, yeah. everything's redeemed in Christ. So, so that's what you're carrying. This is what you're carrying. Right. Mm-hmm. You're now what in your twenties, and you're just acting this out. Well, this is a late twenties now. So now we're at a point. Now we get to a point where I had, um, you know, given up the alcohol. The sex was the problem. Now mm-hmm. um, I had still been, you know, um, cheating on her. Yeah. Um, and that's just pursuing, just pursuing flesh in this, in, in that regard. So when she found out, um, again, you know, and this is again, bottom line, you know, rock bottom here, yeah. I, you know, cause now there's no, you can't excuse it by alcohol. You can't do yeah. any of that stuff. And now. you got caught. You didn't R- say, I'm sorry. I, right. Yeah. It was me just being like a fool. Right. Yeah. Um, which is, that's, it's pathetic, but it's like, that's fine because it's like, I got to own that. Like that's, you know, as a man, yeah. this is where you're at. This is your failures. Well, if you grow from it, then it, it's got value. Yeah. But because if you don't learn from it, then you're the fool. Well, cause yeah. I'm, I'm picturing it now with, you know, Cain and, was, and just that, that picture of just the sin crouched at your, at your yeah. front waiting porch, for you. waiting kind of thing. And like, so I kind of like, that's where I feel that it's now like, I mean, we got the dog, like I can see it right yeah. over there on the outside of the window, but that's it's how a black I feel. one, right? No, it's a white one. <laughs> okay. And it's like, but I see it like on the outside of the window there. And that's kind of where it's like, you guys sin. are getting metaphors today. <laughs> yeah. We get a visual, but it's like, it, yeah, it's out there. And so, cause I have more confidence now in it after mm-hmm. that, that beach fest is saying that out loud. Now even sitting here saying that that's wow. where, that's where it's at. It's out you door. owned it. And I know Peter has said, you know, the apostle Peter, Man's a slave to whatever masters him. Mm. I remember the church I was in where there was a lot of him coming out of addiction, coming out of, I mean, molestation, struggle for people. Mm. Just this picture that just having it that day, and not that it's the Lord, but it's just, you know, everything's the Lord really in that sense. Just you with Satan before you holding a bag of whatever it is. Here's pornography. Here's drugs. Here's money. Here's self. And if he can just hold that over you and he can look to God and say, this is what I can hold over him. And this is what has them. Yeah. And so it was almost, he was like, okay, this is what my vice is. Sin's crouching. I've got to just know it. Right. I've got to be aware of what my issue is. And I'll, I'll never say from the pulpit, and I, I've caught myself saying this in my head as I'm preaching, there's certain things that obviously I've never struggled with. Mm-hmm. I've never had a desire to go be a rock star and stick this in my arm or do this or do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm never going to say, I'd never struggle with something like that because then I feel like God's like, oh, really? You have yeah. it so under control in the flesh I need to just be like, no, right. I'm so about Christ. I'm being led by the spirit mm. that I got to know sin is crouching in any way. Anywhere. Our hormones are always changing, I believe. Our right. emotions are something we shouldn't be led by. So you were led by experience, mm-hmm. led by emotion. And then Amber, why, what made you forgive him then? Did you just love him or you just said, you know what, this is... 
You know, because you weren't a Christian, n- no, and it wasn't my good looks. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, yeah, right. Uh, it probably was. Um, no, it, I, I just think I just had a lot of brokenness in the way that I viewed relationships. Mm. Mm. I think you know my parents had problems growing up. Um, I never really understood like what it was like to be in a a healthy relationship per se. Mm. So I think you know there was that. Um, we had been together for quite some time and. Uh, my son actually so Liam you know he had a he he actually before we moved out here to California he illegally adopted Liam but yeah he had been in Liam's life for quite some time and I think that was pretty hard to say okay am I really going to walk away from this and affect my child again with Mm -hmm. another situation of losing a father figure because Liam's how old now he's he's 14 that's right he's 14 Mm -hmm. yeah and so this is all going how do you get so you're just saying, I'm going to forgive because, I mean, and obviously it's it's comfort sometimes and it's just, it's staying in the norm. And who comes to faith? How does this all break? Yeah. Right. So it's like, so I don't think actually I forgave at all. Right. Um, actually, not in that circumstance. Not this in that good. circumstance. No, good. Yeah. This is really good. I don't think that that, well, actually, I know, I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know hundred percent that that didn't happen. I know actually exactly when it did happen that I did truly say I was going to forgive him. Um, it was much later, mm-hmm. but when I found out the last time that he was uh, cheating on me, it was in March, and we. I just you mean March? Years and years ago. Years ago, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like okay. yeah, not this <laughs> like, past March. Like, yeah, no, sorry. It's recently, like wait a minute, this is another podcast. <laughs> hey, by the way, <laughs> another segment. No, that was like you know what was it? 2015, I think that was the year that we moved. Mm-hmm. So, so March of 2015, and. I just basically was done at that point. Mm, I yeah. think I was pretty much on the brink of just like, I, I don't know what else to do. You know, we're talking like multiple phones, yeah. 28 mm. women that I knew about, like just a incredible destructive journey. And mm. so I... You were just spent like, I I, spent, I'm exhausted. I haven't even right. time to track what this dude's yeah, doing. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was, that's basically what my life became was like, I became a tracker. Like, where is he? What is he doing? Who is right. he with? Yeah. What's happening? You know? And then I had to live my life on top of it and take care of my son on top of that. And yeah. it was just like, it was too much. So, but, um, ran, I'm going to say randomly, but not so randomly. I suddenly was like, there was an opportunity for me to move across country with my job. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yes, this is like a new start. I can go and do this and I'll just like start my life over. And I started to think about like, how, how was I going to do that? You know, cause Liam was only 10 at the time mm-hmm. and I just didn't know what that would look like. And so I thought about bringing my mom out here with me to try to get me like up and running on my feet. And, you know, I think Tony was pretty broken down after that last time. And he was just kind of, I'll do anything, you know, even if you want me to go out there with you and just help you to do what you need to do. And, and basically we came to a resolution that if we came out and in like six months time, things weren't better than we were going to split. Mm. Cause you were coming anyway. And so was Tony was anyway. like, okay, yeah. I have to go fight for this woman now and I'm going to come help you. And obviously he's more t- muscular than you. He can yeah. carry some more stuff. <laughs> he he is, yeah. Play those cards <laughs> yeah. for a couple of months. Then he's right. done. Then he's yeah. done. Right. The Puerto Rican's going <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah. Puerto Rican's going <laughs> back. He's out. Oh, yeah. He's right. Yeah. So, he's out. <laughs> so we came out here and, um, and we had like a week's worth of appointments looking at apartments. Yeah. And 
just, I mean, everywhere. We didn't know anything that was yeah. out here. My brother actually... But to Huntington Beach right away or to... Yeah, we went to a couple different cities, like Elisa Viejo, Laguna Niguel, but they kind of reminded us of where we were. So we're kind of like... They're not HB. <laughs> yeah, not HB. <laughs> but you don't know that when you're in Massachusetts. You're just literally like Los Angeles. You're just I'm, like, I'm there kidding. it is. And he's well, like, you don't know You know, that. well, it was funny though. People <laughs> make fun of Huntington a lot. You know, you know? I know. And you know what? It's so funny because what's funny is that my brother actually always wanted to move to Huntington Beach okay, for the longest time. And yeah. I was like, why? You don't even know what it's like there. But as a sibling, you just wanted to make him jealous. <laughs> I mean, a, that's like my, you know, a, as deep down inside, you know, that's part of her. You know, room. there is a possibility. Sorry, Ann. Yeah, uh, no, there is a possibility. I'm smiling a lot, you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so can, some, did someone to do with the apartment yeah. offer you? This is where the God part yeah, comes in? Yeah, this is incredible. Okay. Yes. So, this is, yeah. so we have a, a week worth of appointments and we're just looking around everywhere and nothing is working out. Like mm-hmm. everything is falling flat. And our last um, appointment was actually at the apartment complex next door to where we ended up moving in. And the guy was just a jerk. Yeah. I mean, he just anything and everything that could have not been the greatest way to handle yeah. somebody coming that was him. It yeah. was him. You just yeah. did it. It was like, this is like a movie. I feel like I'm being like filmed right now. Like I can't. I know. I was like, where is Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> yeah. Um, this guy's like smoking a cigarette. He's walking in. He's like upset that we're there. It's like, he, what's happening? Like, oh, he worked there? Yeah, yeah he, he was worked, incredible. <laughs> I'm assuming he worked there. Yeah. <laughs> he looks semi-official. But, Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, so. But he I'm, just turned us sem- off from that place and we're just like. Semi-official. He looks semi-official, I guess. not good. If you guys are going to work, don't go looking semi-official. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that term existed. <laughs> yeah, so right. so we're like, okay, Anyways, what are we going to yeah. do? Because we have to go back to Massachusetts now at this point and yeah. get all of our stuff packed. And like, we have to head here. I mean, I'm on a deadline, so wow. there's no time to waste, basically. And um, I'd seen the apartment complex next door online, but I hadn't made an appointment. But I was like, you know what? Let's just go over there and check it out. And so we did, and they happened to have one two-bedroom apartment available that the person had dropped their lease on that very day. Wow. Crazy. So, yeah. Did it look official? It it looked official. And the dude who was working at the place looked official. He had a suit on. He didn't smoke. He didn't smoke, no. (laughs) It was good times, yeah. So, you know, after that, we went and we got some food and we were like, great, we have a place to live. This is awesome. And um, and so we came back out and then, you know, as the time like quickly uh, went on, the girl that was underneath us, who was living underneath us, we made friends with her in about a week, Mm -hmm. I want to say. And then right shortly after that, Liam actually started coming home and saying, you know, I want to go to church. Can we go to church? And I was just kind of like, okay, this is Mm -hmm. strange. Um, Because is is the East Coast kind of like England where there's there's more Catholic There's a lot of Catholic. And it's got a more right. Italian feel, more yep. like a religious at times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that, that is my dad. Because then you Italian come Catholic. through that and then you hit the Bible Belt. Right. Then you come out this way and it's right. almost like Christianity. Well, or you or got a little like, bit of the South. Because the South has a, has a good, you know, the, you know, the, the Baptist and like... Some, all some, down there. Yeah, down there. Then so as you go Texas sparing out. But so, yeah. so, so you come out and what was making him talk about church? I honestly don't know. I, I, honest, I honestly believe he had spent a lot of time... With her, um, with her mom, like as she was, as you were going to work, like in before I even met you, like she, she was kind of, he was kind of raised a little bit by your grandmother. I mean, by your mom, um, through that time, and she's my mom all, would be so upset that you just called her my grandmother. Yeah, sorry, Barbara. 
Sorry, mom. Yeah. So um, he's still repenting all these years yeah, later. Just, just trying. Yeah. Just trying. I'm, I'm just trying. But why? Because she's a believer. Well, or? she yeah she uh, she's okay. uh, the um the cry the cross yeah. and she's always just talking about faith and and everything like so mm. I think he just always heard that and that was a comforting thing. And for kids him. relate to grandparents in a totally oh, different absolutely. way. Oh yeah, that's it's like a huge, different kind of love for huge them. Huge thing. Yeah. yeah. And he and my mom have a really uh, strong bond for yeah. sure. So I think that I think there was like a comfort to that. So I think that's what pointed it. Maybe even missed. That's what I'm saying. Maybe even missing. Exactly. Like you know, where's the where's the church element yeah, here? Right. Yeah, so yeah. What, what did so, you guys do? So, so I don't. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, said, but okay. I, I'm still kind of like I, there was something like supernatural about it though too because at the same time it's like as much as you can have that influence in your life. I mean, I had that influence in my life my entire life. Mm. I went to Catholic school. I, you know, I did all the things, and I think like. I didn't. I never was like, "Hey, can we go to church?" You yeah. know. So but, I, I do think there's something to that. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that part of, the, like, while all of this was going on, was we were still working on our marriage and trying yeah. to make that. You were go. in the yeah. doghouse. We're still yeah. in the doghouse. I'm in the doghouse trying to like work my way out of this, and yeah. so we're. So it's like, yeah, church. That sounds like let's do that. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what so, I mean? I'm like, okay, like I'm just going. And, and does this girl next door? How does so, she? So yeah, so she plays God? into the story. So she, so Liam kept saying it, kept saying it. So we're out on our balcony one day, and he says it, and um, I went down to hang out with her like later on that night, and she goes, "Hey, I heard Liam talking about going to church." do you guys go to church? And I was like, oh no, you know, like I used to be Catholic and here's why I don't like going to church and yeah. like all the same things that everybody always says, you know? And she says, um, no, you, you have to go to this church. I, you would love it. Um, you know, it's just like, it's and that's just, what you should think about your church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a great, yeah. I mean, she sold it. I mean, yeah, it she, I mean she did. Yeah. She was, um, and she was going to Rock Harbor, Costa Mesa. Oh, okay. At the time. Wow. And so she just was saying, you know, like, it's just great. It's just, it's all about you and your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, there's none of the like craziness. And I was like, all right. So that very following Saturday, there was a blackout in Huntington mm-hmm. and I had like nothing to do. a lot for some reason whenever the the wind blows strongly. Yeah. You lose <laughs> no, power. I remember I though there was, there's been not too many yet over the 25 years I've been yeah. here. So, oh, so there's a blackout. Yeah. So there's a blackout. So I'm like not, I don't have anything to do so I get on my phone and I love Huntington Beach so for all you haters out yeah. there, uh, I yeah. think it's the greatest place in the I world. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, so I am looking at it and I'm wondering to myself, is there one of these in Huntington? Because I would like to stay like in a rough Huntington. Stay local. Yeah. Yeah. Stay local. <laughs> and so I go on the website and I notice, oh, there is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I start to watch one of uh, Andrew's sermons and I'm like just enamored by what wow. he's saying. And right. he's kind of just listening, you know, in the distance, in the background. And I'm like, hey, you want to try this out tomorrow? And he's like, sure. So I was like, okay. And we we go and um, you know we sit in the very back row. <laughs> well, three from the back angle. We, we were back. watching. I we, think we it was see. like the very we, back we row. I think he knew, <laughs> he knew right off the bat. We always know who they're <laughs> there. Bro. No. There they are. I was like, uh, I think it was the very back row. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, so so Brock is preaching. Yeah. Brock. Okay. Brock was up there <laughs> with like a Hawaiian shirt. And, on. He was yes. wearing a Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> and here I am. I'm like. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm like kind of skeptical, but like, I'm where's his brown uh, coat and his like bald head? <laughs> and I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, I'm like, this is so typical of just like a we're out here as West Coast Christian, and he's got this like, and it's like white hair, and he's just got square jaw head, and I'm like, this dude is <laughs> Brock. I love you, buddy, yeah. but I'm like, this guy is like, he's like the picture <laughs> of what it is, and I'm like, okay, but he was talking like. He was like her, just, like her grandfather. I know, you know and it like just a, like, like just, you know, like it's very like fit and active grandfather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So guys, and Brock is one of our pastors. I think 
think he's one of the elders still, yeah, right? He's and um, he's probably the oldest person on staff yeah. in the church. Yeah. But uh, was he fifty something? And uh, I'm not yeah, I think we have sure. what like nine elders, yeah. nine but or so pastors. And uh, yeah, he jumps in the pulpit, and uh, he's—I mean—he's Calvary-born bread. So yeah. I mean, that's his. Well, family of pastors and yeah. everything. Yeah, well, that's what I was just gonna say. Is the is the word family actually comes to my mind all the time exactly. when I think of him, of him. and just the way yep. he talks? And so we we were in there and we walked out and. I looked at him and I said, what do you think? And he goes, yeah. yeah. And I, and he said, what do you think? And I was like, yeah. Right on. But did you say yeah because you were bringing Liam or did you feel like God was beginning to deal with you? Like you're lo- you're kind of having this, I don't like to talk about the word enlightenment, but I'm saying coming from the East Coast, we're like, yeah. okay, I got to figure out something. Well, you just talked about being a kid at three. Mm-hmm. How do you reconcile that? Yeah. Do you remember what Brock was preaching on at the time? or? Well, I don't remember what, because that's a, that's the funniest thing, because it's like, you know, when you're coming from not in the church, you're just like, okay, like, trying to gauge everything. Just, I'm trying to hear what's happening. I'm seeing, like, we were, this was the senior center at the time of yeah, the high school. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got like pictures on the wall. So Huntington Beach High. Yeah, Huntington yeah, yeah, Beach yeah, High. Yeah. So we got pictures on the, on the wall of like students, and I'm like, what is, I'm trying to make sense of all of this. This isn't a big building with statues and everything. Yeah. Right. And I think I just remember him talking about God in such a different way, in such a relational way that Mm -hmm. that really was what was sitting with me. Like he's real. Well, like, well, like as you had said, relational and family, like those two things. And so that's kind of where, you know, coming from a Puerto Rican background, I was like, I I had missed those things. Those are things that had kind of been like kind of yeah, like taken over and been used into drinking and alcohol and all that stuff. But so that kind of took that away. But, but there was that that missing part that I was like, yeah, I love family and connectedness. Where is that? And yeah. Brock was kind of like in, embodying that, you know, through Christ was obviously like amplifying it. And that's normally one of the first things people hear is that when you realize Jesus, when, when someone can begin and he lived, he died, he rose again, he is alive and you can personally encounter him. Mm-hmm. Even for my friends who unbelievers, like, what are you talking about? Right. It's very different. Exactly. That's right. the whole idea. Mm-hmm. It's very different than... God is mad at you and he's distant and you're just religious. Right. It's like, no, no, no. The religious part is he's putting a hedge around you because he loves you and he's barricading you and he's saying, Tony, this isn't the way I want you to live, Amber. This is what's best for you. Right. And that's the goal. We're not, no one's changing the message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're living where we're living. So you hear this, you go home. Does Liam go to youth group that day or No, what? so that's the thing. Like, And I, I don't think um, it wasn't him being involved in anything that made me feel like, oh, yeah, this is the right thing to do for our family. Because actually, he didn't go to youth, I think, maybe for like a couple months or something. And you then, guys got hit with... And, yeah. yeah, and then Emily uh, actually came to Van us. Van Herc. Yes, yeah. yes, Mayfield right. now. Mayfield now. Um, yeah. Yes, but she came to us and she was <laughs> like, hey, have you been to youth, you know, to Liam? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, and he was kind of weird about it at yep. first. And now... I mean, you know, three years later, yeah, he's but like, Emily's going to win anyone, anyone, uh, anyone, with anyone. Oh my gosh, I mean, you anyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, even Liam at the time, who was, you know, yeah. 10 and thinks he's so cool. I mean, he is so he's cool. kind of like he's the branches, Mar- Mary Poppins. Or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets on stage, yes. and gets everyone he encouraged. Yeah. Up. Um, so anyway, back to all the people who don't have a clue what we're saying. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, but as you, part of what you said when you're I'm sitting there, it's like, where, well, like, where am I getting when I'm sitting in that space now? Just for people to hear who are maybe from England who are like, what do you even mean? Right. Well, how, what are you talking about that's happening through right. some guy called Brock? Yeah. I'm, God's apparently right. working on you. So I'm, I'm sitting there like just being like, okay, like I'm at rock bar, bottom now. Yeah. Right. Like I've been in this state for months. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out my life. I'm trying to figure out like my identity, trying to figure out my love relationship with my wife. All of these aspects um, are going on and I'm empty. 
right? Like yeah. for the first time in my life, I'm actually emptying and acknowledging that there's really nothing here. You that, see the amount of who you are. Right, yeah. the, the the vastness of it. And yeah. then so in that, that's where it's just like, and I, I know it sounds crazy, it sounds foolishness, but it's like now I was being filled with something that wasn't just going away. It yeah. wasn't like just like, okay, and by filled by something, I'm like, I'm getting information. I'm a big information person. Yeah, I love, yeah. like if something yeah. is going on, I'm going to Google. I have like 15. You want to lay a foundation. You're like me in the way where you go, I want to I want to almost be devil's advocate. Absolutely. And yes. of course, it's the gospel that opens your eyes. But when you go in there and you begin to hear supposedly these four or 500 people are believing this. Right. Yeah. Supposedly this book's ancient, but it's still... Right. It's God who upholds right. every word. Right. Supposedly, I can be forgiven right. of all sin. Right. Then you begin to say, I, I got to now figure out if this is true or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So that begins the journey. Yes. And which one of you gets on fire first? Or is it? I will have to say that I think that it was me. <laughs> and it's, I mean, am I greedy and always going to try and take the limelight <laughs> She's here? nodding. I She's think it's nodding. debatable. But <laughs> well, it's a good thing. It's I a mean, good I thing. Think, yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's debatable. We're I super think Agreeing to disagree We're right now is the right, is the right <laughs> listening, thing. Listening we'll to the molders, later. Listening okay. to the molders beforehand <laughs> yeah. pre- prepared us definitely in this circumstance to be like, yeah, we are definitely competitive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I, I definitely, well, I got baptized first. Mm. Um, but I oh, took the okay. photos. He did, yeah. <laughs> took the photos. But a lot of people have taken photos. We're getting baptized. Who went, <laughs> yeah. Christians? That's true. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair point. Yeah, no. I'm just I, I, I took some good later. photos for you, man. In fact, I, I did. I yeah, I think it's somewhere in this house. It I is, think. It is. Yeah, 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 it's a good yeah, one. I think. I think it's interesting though because I think both of us like almost immediately were on fire for the knowledge and the information behind mm. what it was. Just yes. kind of like what you were saying yes. to play devil's advocate and to just find out like what is this and is this actually true and. So, I mean, I know for myself, I went on a very serious, like, research journey, and I started looking up all kinds of stuff. Praise God for the internet, right? I'm talking 15 tabs. Yeah, 15 (laughs) tabs open. This is where we're going in. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, For all the internet, for all the people I've written about it, for just everything, you know? (laughs) (laughs) This is like, yeah, the guy who thinks... That's what I did, though. I have books and books and books, because I'm like, if there's truth... Well, that's even the kids' ones, the old ones. But but I'm saying, (laughs) but that's just the idea that, like, if this is true, you know, like, you guys know divorce and suicidal right. for me. I need to know. And if there is truth, it must be knowable. Right. Mm-hmm. So you guys start with what what was it that really when did you know I actually need to be forgiven, redeemed? When did you know that God was doing that work? Because it's one thing to see and want, but when did you begin to have this reality of okay, wow, I really it's not my mother's faith now, you know, or mm-hmm. the Catholic background, someone's dad, you yeah. guys just said. Yeah. When did it become very real? where you realize, I get it now. This is what church is. This is what family is. I actually, uh, it was the relation, the response in our relationship yeah. between her and I. Like, we were now in a different plane, hmm. and we're hmm. able to now be able to have a mediator, which, um, you know... Which is everything. everything. Right, and it's like, okay... Even so, Christians don't get this. Right, and it's like, look, at couples counseling, I believe me and Amber probably should be doing, after listening to Moses, I'm like, I think maybe we should be doing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, but yeah. you know, I'm, a, I'm also a little bit like, but I got it all figured out, right? But yeah. I'm like, nah, maybe not. Well, that's just man, I think. Yeah, that's it is. Like, <laughs> I, I can fix this. Yeah. But it's like, no, but the reality was, was we able, able to get a, a mediator, and that's Christ. Yeah. And we didn't really know it at that time, but we, but we were like these people who it's like we intentionally were leaving that that space 
where it was there, where it's like, okay, I'm over here, you're over here still, because we're still mm. at odds. What does God say about this? But what does God say? And then wow. so it's like, basically, it's like, she's on one corner of the room, I'm on the other, and we're doing our research, and then we come come meet in the middle, and it's like, hey, what do you got? What do I got? And here this is, and they start matching up. Our relationship starts working, our communication's working, we're loving mm. each other again. So you're finding that love, and in that, that's mm. where I'm like, okay, God, like, so you're fixing this. Yeah. Okay, and you... And Tony's not saying that his Christianity is because of his marriage. Right. He's saying they're watching God work. And no matter what, what way you put it theologically, right. we get there's a moment God awakens you, you realize your sin, you're regenerate. Right. But God uses so many experiences and relationships and bonds to sow those seeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you maybe never seen these seeds. Now they're all coming together. You're seeing the benefits of just hearing truth. Right. Okay, so your marriage is in some way... I mean, the, the obvious point is... God's the common denominator. Even mm-hmm. if you were doing it selfishly, right. you're obviously in love with this woman. You've got this addictive personality. Mm-hmm. She's been broken, saying, I just need to get through life. You're obviously willing to accept whatever at the time, saying 28 women. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm surprised she didn't shoot you. You know what right. I mean? If she I was mean, Puerto Rican, probably, yeah, it, it might, might have been, been over. It would have been done, yeah. So, I'd have been finished, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And, um, but so that's all going on. And so you're seeing the benefits of just trying to live in the truth. How, f- how many months is this taking? This honestly, it's like it was there was just radical change in both of us Mm. very quickly. And I think it's because we were digging in so much and trying to find out so much about the Bible and Jesus and what he says and kind of, you know, and and definitely being in a place where it's like there is so much brokenness. It just Mm -hmm. allows you to do it even more open-mindedly i guess because and our church like, is very open oh, I, yeah. I feel people are very open oh yeah, yeah. in the pulpit yeah. Yeah. yeah with things yeah yeah i mean and it's just like it just happens so quickly and i think that's where it's like it really is the change in the person and in the people and in the relationship where it's like i mean you can't no one can say to me that the incredible change in tony is not from god mm-hmm. because there is no way that the person i knew seven years ago or even three years ago now at this point, four years ago. There's a different place that you shoot from. And that's, you know, we were on the mats the other week, we were rolling and and there's a guy that I've been friends with when he was little Mm -hmm. and someone had just hung out with him recently. And this guy's like a no-known jujitsu guy now. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wait, you roll with Brian? And he was telling him the stories (laughs) of when he was a kid remembering me. And he was like saying some funny stuff. And he's like, what? And he's like, I can't even imagine that guy like that. And I'm not saying I don't get frustrated. Right. I, you know, I had a conversation the other day about even when you're telling your kids off. And, yeah. and you know, you, you, you raise your voice at times. You oh, say yeah. things. I mean, you know, telling someone or, yeah. or letting them know the truth is one thing. Right. But the whole goal and purpose of it isn't that you're right. Right. It isn't to degrade. Right. It's then to help lead them to look, this is truth in right. what it is. So... For you guys, it because Trey will always say there was just something that happened to Brian where those first three weeks, yeah, he just wasn't looking at me, he wasn't looking at himself, he was just looking to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this desire for him, and and then so were you guys saying, hey, so we can do this now, we can't do that. How are you filtering what the Bible says or what? Yeah, that's actually kind of interesting because um, because it sounds immature to say, but what I yeah, mean is when no, you become a believer, you start saying, okay, Lord. Yeah. It's, Unless I misunderstand the Old Testament, I'm trying to keep all these laws. Well, it, but as a believer, what does my day begin to shape and look like? Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And, and and so that's kind of where you had said before, where, where it's just like, well, what does you know, uh, our Christianity look like, or or um, you know, to explain like 
that moment got got a hold of you. Yeah, or something. yeah. and then, and then so it's just like, well, okay. I actually spoke about this, and like we had a men's gathering, and yeah. I said a thing about like I'm looking in the mirror, and I don't see anything different. There's nothing that's changed. Yeah, about me, like that I can see. Yeah, right. And you're just like, okay, so what's the so what happened here, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because there's people who are reacting to me in different ways, and so mm-hmm. so they're. So it's just like, is it just a, a, a cerebral kind of like, I just kind of, I just changed my mindset. Are you fooling yourself? Am I fooling myself? Right. Yeah. So then, so then it's like, okay. Which is what atheists will tell you you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm like, okay, but no, I want to put this to the test. That's why it's like me, like the whole gathering and meeting with other, other believers. Yeah. That's kind of where I started being like, okay, like I'm going to get into a room with like, this is the men's, the men's gathering. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was Catalina was the first one, right? And so it's just like, I'm just the first time I'm going. I remember. To, yeah. I remember I'm, you talking about it afterwards, yeah. actually. Yeah. And it was just wild. And it was just like, if for the first time, I was actually super nervous. I'm like, I don't really know half of these dudes. Like what? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for faith, but I've just been lost. And like, what, what am I doing out here? Yeah. Right. Um, but just seeing men genuinely like dudes who are struggling with pornography with mm-hmm. all these different things who are successful in many areas of yeah life. but yeah. just like this is the time where i'm coming down and saying this me back east would be like looking at a guy who had that suit on and whatever like look at that guy he's got it all together i'm you know i'm almost kind of hating on him because he's got to figure it out and here yeah. i am busting my tail yeah um now i'm seeing like the flip side of it. it's like doesn't matter what these guys like this guy could have it all together but it's like he's, we're men yeah he's, yeah. he's getting men. torn That's up whole, right yeah. and it's like so but he, he believes in this. He's here and he's putting value in this. It's like, and I don't think this guy's a sucker because I'm listening to him and yeah, I'm having a conversation yeah. straight up. Like, you know, there's what I mean? other things he could be doing. Yeah. But he's here. But he's here. Yeah. And it's, and it, that's kind of part of it. And Catalina, you guys, is an island out in the ocean about an hour <laughs> yeah. from where oh, we yeah, are. Oh, yeah. What is saying? Like, I'm saying, <laughs> right. So and, um, and the funny story is they filmed a film out there and they brought buffaloes and they didn't bring the buffaloes back. <laughs> So on an island that's about an hour outside of Huntington are loads of buffalo. I took a great photo of a buffalo <laughs> up there. I was like, well, how did that buffalo got, get here? Who got fired for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a pr- so, so you're out there and, yeah. and you're because because some people are raised in the church and they go, I just don't know how I believe I believe. Like I had an experience mm. in a moment where the word became real. I knew God was getting a hold of me for my wife. But some people will say it's a growing thing where you just know that you know, like God opened your eyes yeah. and allowed you to see. Mm. And when people say, what is the evidence? The evidence is you know you're a sinner. Right. You know your only hopes in Christ. Right. You know that that righteousness has to be imputed to you and you're no longer guilty. Right. And that union with Christ begins and you're never the same. Right. To return mm-hmm. to the vomit, even if you try for a season you'll begin hating it. Right. Like God will come after you as a father. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What's happening? So you're seeing all these men right. who have open struggles. Listen, right. Christians sometimes fall into something and I wish they didn't. Mm. And then they get woken up like, what am I doing? It's almost like they get re-saved, which I wouldn't say that, but like they're playing too close to the to the sin or the foxes in the vineyard. Right. And guys, we got to be, and women, so careful. So you're, you're there mm-hmm. seeing the men. Yeah. How does this play out? I think I remember you come back and say, man, we had the best time and I... It wasn't Bill who shared, was it? Will um, it well? Um, who shared that time? I know well, some of the guys were very open and vulnerable, and it just really helped the man dig deep. Well, um, it wasn't. I don't think it was Bill. I forgot who. Sorry, I forgot who it was that's that uh, came up. It's, it's, it's funny because it, it, I don't think he goes to our church anymore. Really? One, of the, one of the guys in the, okay. in, in the first, but um, I think. But anyways, 
as he, as, and he also doesn't remember who it is. So yeah. there's no, that. But, but, yeah. but then again, this is me in the beginning where I'm just like, here, I don't really know all these men, you know, now every something was speaking. Yeah. And all these men I know are like my brothers. Now I could look at them and be yeah. like, here these guys are. But at that time, it's just like, you know, it's the vagaries, the same thing with like, what was Brock saying? I don't really know what that guy was saying, but it's like, I felt that the spirit was pulling me to be like, mm-hmm. just be alert and yeah. be ready for this. Cause you're going to be downloading this information later kind mm. of thing. And like when I just remember, because if you've been to Catalina, like that space, there's a way on the cross, way of the cross, which is like, yeah, it's a, you got to climb the mountain and go up to the top. And I went up there after I just heard these guys just like pouring their hearts out. And I'm just, and I was just up there crying. Like it was just tears. Cause yeah. this was the first time I'm seeing like the United States, like over there. And I mm. realized like how far away I am. And then there's Amber literally like over there. And it's just like, where I, where was I in this darkness? And here this and space you're like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to be this. And right. Be this now, and like now wow. it's just like, basically like I was, it's almost like David in the, like just being out in that mm-hmm. battle. Now you're just like, all right, now you're returning back. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you've gained something, you yeah. know, like a value that could be treasured. And that's kind yeah. of, that's what I felt about it coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like, I really think it's like a fundamental change that you feel in yourself. You know, it's like something that just makes you an entirely different person. Like, I am not the person that I used to be. Anybody who knew me, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago would be like, who are you? You know, so... um, so it's definitely like a fundamental change. And I think you just like know when it hits you, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like that first time that the Holy Spirit really hits you and you just like start bawling yeah. and you're like, mm. why am I crying? You know? Yeah. And it's like, and, um, and people get freaked out. What's up with the emotional side of this? And I'm yeah. like, there is for me that moment that I realized that I knew that was true when mm. God gets a yeah, hold wow. of you. Cause I mean, going to, to, to rock hard, which now became branches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're hearing the word of God. You're hearing people constantly confess. You're right. hearing them, you're seeing them serve and do what they're doing. So, so that, that moves along and that's what three or four years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been almost four years. Yeah. Wow. So we, crazy. yeah, so we're going to, so yeah, so that was, that was a lot that was yeah. going on or, but our marriage started to come together. You know, mm-hmm. we had, we had gone to marriage counseling. Um, there was like rock Harbor, uh, um, seminar that was going on for us so we met a couple people oh, yeah. you know mm-hmm. um who do they have to speak to gary was yeah it? what's the guy's name he's like the five love languages i'm yeah yeah uh, came and yeah. spoke yes. i remember i went yes. to that yeah, yeah. What's his, was i'm, I'm the worst remembering names i don't know right but but yeah it was it was just, it was a great blessing it was something that you know we had never done before wow. right so we're never done like hey guys was, go to marriage conferences oh for those gosh. listening yes. just sitting mm-hmm. there and they begin to peel back stuff yeah. and you want to nudge your spouse to say you got to hear this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then God's like, no, 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 you got to hear this. Yeah. So, you know what? You know what's funny? It's, it's like, I was always like, whatever with it, but it, but, but it's like God. Gary Chapman. Gary oh, Chapman. Right. Gary right. Chapman. Thank you, yes. Gary Chapman. Yeah. Five Thank love you. languages. Yes. yes. And, um, but yeah, so, but, I, but I, I, I just get always this picture now with it was the marriage and, and, and how it's actually like when God, you know, I'm bringing to, to become one flesh kind of yeah. thing. So now it's like, you almost, it's not to show off your marriage, but it's actually like, you're presenting it. Like when you're going out in public, I don't do it enough. We don't do, we don't Listen go guys, enough, people, kind of thing, people like, don't, I get it. In Christianity today, there's so much self-promotion mm-hmm. and I, and I, I wrestle with that because with my pastor, I'm yeah, like, Hey, right. I don't want to put all this out there. This is what skating is. And, yeah. and him and the other's like, look, you've got to let people know that you're out there sharing what God's done in your life. I go speak at a lot of marriage conferences. It's kind of the bubble we live in. But Paul was constantly boasting in the things God was doing. Mm -hmm. He was boasting in the souls. He was boasting in the places the gospel was going. He was boasting in what he was doing. I mean, he was under Rabbi Jesus in that sense where the disciples were at least, but he encountered them Mm -hmm. on the road to Damascus. So to use your marriage to boast for him, if it's sincere, even in the struggles, 
when I open up about the things we go through, and I'm not saying we're running off doing crazy stuff, but right. like just wrestling with being Christians, right. just just juggling, right. it opens the eyes of unbelievers. We're like, wait a minute, what? Right. Guys at jujitsu, when you begin to say, oh yeah, we'll typically fight about this if we fight a man. Sometimes this happens, yeah. and they're like, whoa, 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 can we meet for coffee? It's just, yeah. and you're saying that to say now, it was almost like, you had a whole new life because you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, I didn't even understand what loving Amber was. I, I don't mean, even understand what a marriage looks like. What, like, most how, people don't, how yeah. we can mm-hmm. use this in a sense, not like use it like that it's like a tool to be used, but like how you can. It is, you're a vessel, you're right. filled with the spirit, right. and he wants it to be on display. It's a work of art. You're the canvas, he's the painter. Yeah. And as long as it's sincere, right, do the podcast, right, write the book, right, go share right. with people, you right. know, and. Well, I think it's like so much, you know, so much so that there's there are so many things that go on in your marriage, yeah. even after you come to Christ. Yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, we yeah. came to Christ, but I mean, we're still, I mean, we're we, still, we still like, go at it. Well, there's know? so many things that go on in you. Yeah, you know, that's that's yes. what that's what life is. It's it's really the insides of you dealing right. with life, right. yeah, and God poking in and prying Which in is, and saying. Yeah. Don't do this. Listen yeah. to that. Respond to this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you don't, I mean, if you don't use that to kind of put yourself out there to try to help other people, I just think it's like a waste. You know, I think mm-hmm. about mm. this past season we've been yeah. in and mm. it's been yeah. extremely rough, yeah. you know, yeah. and praise God that we already knew him mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. we're yeah. in a space where, you know, we really had a very strong community at branches that came yeah. around us. Thank God. For yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, honestly, because such a heavy season of darkness, yeah. um, just like losing, losing your child, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it honestly is like, and, and I think about it all the time, you know, we lost Linus when I was like five months pregnant and yeah. it was not that's a uh, long, that's a ways along. I mean, yeah. you're feeling at that point, you already are like feeling your, your child move. Yeah. You know, um, you know that he's there with yeah. you. Um, so it's like, yeah. So, I mean, if I kept that all inside, I just know I could go to a very, very dark place and yeah. I could never come out of it. Right. You know, um, you, you bottle it up, you'd resent. I yeah. talked to someone just the other day who said, yeah, my my wife's been holding this against God because our son was born with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and we know better. Yeah. You know, right. like like all of creation cries out and groans for mm-hmm. the revealing of the sons of God. That mm-hmm. means your lungs grasping for oxygen right now is because you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because we're dying. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. The sun going down. And that isn't to get away with it. The hard things on the pastors is you get used to seeing so much it's almost like it doesn't matter, but it does. Right. But so, I mean, five months. I mean, you know yeah. our story. We were four and a half months. Yeah. So I know at that time, yeah. I've got to share with you a lot. Exactly. I know for Isaac, you know, I know when he comes out and does an episode, he can unpack some of his stuff, but they had their own experiences. So you're mm-hmm. five months. Five this months would be your fist, right, yeah, Tony? This was, yeah, and, and actually, so um, I was going to say to, to preface that was we never, we never actually, um, we had discussed having a child, but it was never really like kind of on us. And then obviously the way I was living in our relationship, it wasn't going to be like, it's anything. never really on no, you. Anyway, we God like, gives them. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, we so, were like trying, you know, yeah, to, quote, try, quote, but to it's get like, it for, for a long time, but it just never happened. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and probably praise God that it did it. Right. And those seasons. And then yeah. those seasons. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, and then so, but after we, f- we came to faith and, and we were here, um, we, we kind of left it as like, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen where we'll just leave it to God and, and whatever it is, it is. Yeah. So we kind of went along with that. And then when we began to get to a point where it was like, oh, this really actually may not work out. Okay. Um, 
What about yeah. adoption? Like the minute we started talking about adoption or, um, you know, wow. a foster child or anything like that, all of a sudden pregnant. she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right. I have seen that a lot with people. Right. And so we just kind of moved from that great situation where we were like, okay, um, is this going to happen? Now it happened. Now here we are. We're Mm -hmm. right in the middle of something that, all right, me as a dude, this is the first time this has ever happened. (laughs) She took me on a bike ride and I'm just like, and this is, and this is whatever, this is for, for men, men out there. Uh, when your wife is just like, Hey, let's go do the thing that Normally, I'm kind of like a little bit like hesitant about like your thing that you always like. She doesn't like bike rides. Not all the time. She likes bike rides, but like I'm like all the time. I love every day. My wife doesn't like it. Yeah, Yeah. every day. So (laughs) let's hit me up on a bike ride. So, but I was just like, but she's like, hey, babe, let's go for a bike ride. I'm like, so when men, when they're saying that, think about it. There could be something going on with that. (laughs) Anyway, she was super sweet. So we ride down the bike. We get to the space, and she's like, you know, is everything good? Everything, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, I think everything. If everything changed, what would you be fine? I'm like, yeah, we're just gonna trust in the Lord. She's like, all right good because i'm pregnant i'm like wow "Eh." right yeah Uh, and then i'm like at first like i'm like (gasps) right because i'm like what am i what do i do right like what's happening you're like literally i just felt like all of creation was like pointing at me like the cameras around like tony what are you gonna say and i'm just like uh like right now on this podcast wow yeah uh yeah so we found out that we were we were pregnant then and um yeah. yeah and then so that that was like a year ago, right? Yeah, that was yeah, that was in November. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so, so it's still so new. Yeah, it yeah. is very. So very that new. happens, and you're, and you guys know if anyone's listening to us. I mean, right. I, I know trade shit. You know, when we got back together, it was like I want to have you know be remarried. She said with a few more kids, mm. and she's forty two now. You know, don't listen to this episode, babe. <laughs> and I'm forty, <laughs> and getting pregnant. We're four and a half months along, and by now. You guys look wonderful, by the way. So. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, new lips good. I keep yeah. getting yeah, and all the good. shots. I'm kidding. No. no, but I'm saying so. I'm driving, putting my hand on her stomach. Mm. I'm constantly saying all these things. Mm-hmm. There's very personal things that someone who might not have been through this doesn't realize. Right. It's, yeah. it's life, you yes. know? And so you're going through this. Tony's getting to be the dad. Yeah. The hard thing was Liam is going, I'm getting this little baby oh, brother oh, or something, God, right? Yeah. And That's Liam, you guys, That's their kid... He is, he's like Jude. He's yeah. wiry, ready to go. He yeah. comes up, jumps on me. Mm-hmm. He's just like energy. Yeah. This is a holy thing for the family. Mm. Okay. And yeah. then. Yeah. I mean, I, geez, he's so loving and yeah. he was literally so excited. Yeah, he was super so it was heartbreaking yeah. um, for that. Yeah. But And you found that at a doctor visit? Or yeah. You, well, so I went to a doctor visit on the Friday before it happened and everything seemed fine, they said. Yeah, um, right. It looked good and nothing and was, was wrong. Then and, it was Sunday. And on Sunday, right. I started not feeling well. I went to church in the morning. I just wasn't feeling right. My sister was supposed to come over. I, I kind of almost was like, ooh, I don't know. But mm. she did. She came over with her kids. We hung out for a little while. And then I was just like laying around all day and I just did not feel well. But, you know, you're pregnant and you, d- you just don't That's feel just well. Most days That's just right. what happens. Wow. Um, so I'm like getting ready to go to bed at around 10 o'clock and... Um, I just go to the bathroom and I, all of a sudden I notice I'm bleeding. And so, um, so I'm just like, Oh, like what's going on? You know? Um, I call the doctor and I'm just like telling him I've been having like, yeah, some burning pain and just like bleeding. And, and, um, she's like, yeah, you should go to the hospital. And I just knew, Mm. like, I just knew then I was like, this is, this is not going to go well. Mm. I could just feel it, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, you know, you're five months pregnant. It's um, I think sometimes it, 
I, I try so hard to be like so understanding of the people on the other side. But when people tell me that I had a miscarriage, I'm kind of like, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because I had to give birth to my That's son. Right. That's and right. Yeah. I yeah. held my son in yeah, my hands. To, I and, had to hold him. And, and I know like, you know, he was like an actual person. Yeah. I mean, everything about him looked exactly like an I remember the doctor saying, you know, sometimes people kind of get a little weird when they hold the baby because they're expecting a certain thing and kind of they look a little different. And so I'm thinking like, oh, this probably maybe like some kind of some deformity or, or something. something or yeah. But when she gave us the baby, I was like, all of his fingers, all of his mm. toes, you know, and just everything about him, mm. um, just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. and yeah, it just, I mean, it's like, so it's yeah. it's a it's a very hard thing to go through. And yeah. I know I know I wrestled with God a lot, and I know mm. there are days that I still wrestle with God. And I think I remember saying something to um, Andrew, yeah, um, right, kind of right after it had happened, mm-hmm. and when we went back to church and. Jesus was like, how are you? And I, I just remember being like, man, I am struggling with Jesus. And it's like, I want to hit Jesus, you know, like, and all Jesus mm. wants to do is be like, I know and like, hold me. Because you want a full term pregnancy. Yeah. You want a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want this thing. And that's not wrong to want. Right. People need to hear that. That is not that's wrong. Not right. We want the podcast to go right. We want the water to stay cold. I'm not mm-hmm. minimalizing it. Right. We just want the picket fence and yeah. life right and and that you get that mm-hmm. you get that sometimes right. and sometimes there's things that happen mm-hmm. right. and that's a result and people have said well why doesn't god just give us a ten life now right well if he gave us a ten life now this is how it would be at times right. you know what i mean the right. payment for sin right things pass and everything's passing you know the greenpeace people guys it's not going to work out <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah. going to the planet's not right. going to end yeah, up where you want it it's going to be redeemed right. through fire right. so yeah. back to you though this, right. i remember it was heavy for you guys we'd be yeah. in church and if some oh things were gosh, going on yeah. you'd leave out the side door yeah. i know you had some good conversations with my wife with many oh of the gosh, women yeah. some of the things we had overline as well yep. mm-hmm. but what I and mean, when you're going to god what did you i mean you were just what downloading on your father now you were mm. just like what is yeah right? i mean i had to i had no to one just, else i had to just be like yeah because it, there is no answer you know it's like i think one of the biggest things that i've learned throughout this entire experience is that life is life like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're pregnant you're not nothing is reassured nothing. you know nothing no moment mm. no day anything is reassured and it's not that God doesn't want that for us, because um, clearly He did want that for us. Mm-hmm. That was His plan. In the, the reason beginning. Jesus came is to redeem. Yeah. Right. But to rede- and, and a lot of times when I'm sitting with people, and I hate saying this, I'll tell you, I've sat with with couples, uh, right. people who've been virgins till their marriage, and then in the midst of their marriage, what the husband will go do and is still doing. And I'm like, if this was my daughter, I would love to take that guy out in the street. And I mean, if I was before a believer and blah, 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 blah. And I have to sit there, okay, look, here's the thing. Life is hard. Mm -hmm. Life hurts. Mm -hmm. And you can take that and it can beat you up or you can press in and run with it. And I'm not saying you have to be persecuted. I'm not saying, but just for the woman who's hearing right now and she's mad at God, guys, Jesus came on a rescue mission, Mm -hmm. but in this world... You don't. I say it a lot. Right. You don't get closure. Right. You get something better. Right. You get Christ. Right. And mm. that's really it. And even the that's book good. of Job, it is not really about suffering. It's about God's glory. Mm-hmm. You read it and you go, well, God took all this stuff. Well, maybe those that family of his went to heaven prior. Right. Obviously, you know, Jesus went back on a rescue mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to be absent from the flesh 
is present with the Father. Right. So wherever someone goes to be, our bodies don't leave this earth. We do, mm-hmm. but then there'll be a resurrection. And, and you know, you've heard me say it probably enough times. I think even the sermon I might put up on this podcast the week after about laying aside the weight was because when my mom passed, I'm back and within three weeks, my daughter, I mean, my wife miscarried. Mm-hmm. We named the baby. And so mm-hmm. I had to wrestle, but you got to realize those children are God's children first. Right. Yes. And That's someone true. just said to us one time, you know, mm-hmm. our babies got to graduate. And I was like, right. man, think about it this way. Imagine they lived and they'd been through a lot of the stuff we've been through. Right. Would you want that? Right. What if it was even crazier? You know, what mm-hmm. if it was this, this, this? And, and, and again, that's why God's God and we yeah. don't know. But where did this come from? So, so now you've been through this journey. Yeah. What is it that you found you can rest in? What do you tell the mom right now that's driving, that's mad, that's maybe in tears and saying, that's me? I think first and foremost, know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that was the first thing I thought was like, why me? Yeah. And I'm, I'm the only one that this has happened to. You know, so many other people are having babies around me. And mm-hmm. just it just seems like such a blessing everywhere. Um, yeah. But the more that I have shared with other people, the more I have learned about so many other people in this very very similar mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. i i've known people who you know like you guys um pretty close in in the same time i yeah. met a um a woman at the women's retreat same same amount of weeks as me um i spoke wow. to another woman who in her eighth month lost somebody um you know another with a stillborn and just all just kinds of um yeah. all different different situations but also similar and so just know that you are not alone. Yeah. Um, when you see those women at church, yeah. it's different. Yeah. There's that sparkle. It's like we we walk through this. There's a common yeah. common bond. Yeah. There. And I think, you know, I would never say that anything good is going to come out of this. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes they're like, you know, well, something good will come. And it's like, I don't. It seems a bit shallow. It yeah, seems the language is, like, is off. Yeah. Well, you've got to expect that. Yeah. People don't know what it's, to say. No, they <laughs> have no the idea. English language is just lacking. For kids, like, yeah. I've been saying that forever. <laughs> the English language cannot cover the words that need to be Let's yes. get back to and the Greek. Yes, right. and have, <laughs> have forgiveness and grace for people because they will say the most wild things to you. And oh, yeah. They yeah, don't, for they sure. Don't, they believe it's for all these various no, reasons. Yeah, okay. a lot of time I don't believe there's any malintent. It's just, right. it's mm-hmm. just they don't know what to say. So um, mm. I wouldn't say that there would be something good, but I would say that a lot of growth has come mm. from this for me and just mm. really being able to like be there for other people I think is such a huge piece of, of that. I think forever... You know, I'll be able to kind of sit in that with other people yeah. and maybe not know what to say per se, but like just to be able to sit in that with them. And mm-hmm. I think that is honestly really special and, and it is something that not everybody can do. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I also think, too, that like I've, I've really thought a lot about our children being on loan to us. Like you were saying, like they're mm-hmm. God's first. And I know for the longest time, you know, I've, I've feared always like something just being like wrong with my son or happening yeah. and yeah and now that's a I normal just, thing yeah right? you're a guardian you're a protector yeah. you want what's best yeah and now i just know you know it's like no matter what happens and i would never say that any any i you pray that that yeah. is not i don't have to deal with anything like that but even just being hurt or you know with that all those things that look like i mean liam got a concussion three weeks yeah, after I remember. yeah right you after. Know, like, and, and he it was, was just like normal and for he a few was, weeks right like, yeah and it was scary because like come right. on this is happening again like, yeah yeah but I just think it's like, you know, you have to know that God is sovereign and that yeah. he is in everything and all of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I sat a lot in Matthew 6, 20, 21, mm-hmm. and just really thinking about like that, you know, where you, your treasure lies, your heart is there also. Yeah. And I think, yes, Linus is there. Um, 
and so that is a treasure <laughs> for a cool me. Name, so, yeah, yeah That's like, name. Um, so it's like, you but know, the Lord is there. The Lord yeah. is and there, and your hope yeah. is there, and yeah. my hope is and there. And you should be jealous of my mother and daughter. Yeah. I, and am, yeah. I am, and Linus. I'm saying always, it. Oh, sorry, no, no. And I always think like <laughs> it's like you know we're gonna get up there, and he's like, I remember Greg Laurie's one time saying that yeah. his son was gonna be his like tour guide yeah. um, when he goes up there, and Christopher, I just, right? I, yeah, yeah, and I always think like, man, that's gonna be Linus. He's gonna be like so. You know, check this thing out or check right. this thing out. And um wow. and so yeah, and I and I also think too, it's like like you said, the hope. It's not just that he's there, you know, Jesus is there. I pray that all of us will end up there, you know, myself, Tony, mm-hmm. Liam, and we'll just all be back together again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if our faith is in him, I means no condemnation. We're we're cleansed by the blood, we're uh, we're in Christ. We're, mm-hmm. we're all gonna be there. I mean, that's the promise, that's the whole reason for mm-hmm. this podcast and everything. So so now you're what, you're a year almost in how's it going are you doing okay or what's been yeah well i mean there's a lot of there's been a lot of ups and downs because it's kind of like one of those i mean again first of all i would like to say to um our church community to everybody who's listening like this absolutely we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for everything that happened because um i don't don't know how people can you know go through a lot of these circumstances just on your own like you know like this would be something I would try and solve by myself being yeah. like, Hey babe, we'll just figure it out. Yeah. And this, that's this collapse. Like yeah. there's this ruin that's going to come from that. So to have, to have a church community come around and where it's just like, dude, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to ask from you, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and just having just, it's just the, the acknowledgement that people are praying for you and someone f- from like an outside walk would be like, praying for you you know it's actually like we talk about politics a little bit but yeah. it's like a lot of the the prayer thoughts and prayers and people think that it's not okay that's just lip service it's like i'm sorry to tell you dude like look there's an effect yeah there's an effect i'm somebody who was not walking with the lord for long periods of time i know what it's like to be absent of those things oh, right? when i go places when i'm in experiences where i feel this confidence and i know it's not when right people, when i began to, to raise support and do ministry and go and there's people were actually praying for dates i was going places you feel it right when you're going through hard seasons like we've got a lot of stuff going on with families that we're helping or we're able to help right now i mean just with our time right and focus and their children and it's like those prayers you know people are praying (laughs) yeah you feel it sorry yeah (laughs) there's a there's a genuine power that comes from that so again these people you uh, felt the weight that that. community kind of around us like we you know we spent like a week you know in that like darkness is like you know lights off dark phones off nothing's happening whatever and we're just there and um you know she had to talk about the or the the verse that she was on and i was um reading second samuel uh 23 um, in that space, because it was, I was just really about David. Like I was like, all right, well, you know, cause we were talking about like, okay, like I want to like analyze the Bible. Let's get into it. So I'm like, all right, well, if I, <laughs> I want to get closer to God, how do I get closer well, to the God? The truth sets you free. Well, Read the truth. Right. Yeah. Well, but I'm like, all right, but, but I'm all detailed wise. So I'm like, okay, well like, so what character out of here is like for God? And I'm like, oh, okay. You go down it's like, oh, this guy, it says that David has a heart for God. Yeah. I'm going to go with that guy. All right. So you go down and you get in there. But anyway, so like when I got that and he was saying like, okay, and his servants were just like, yeah, um, I, we can't tell him that his son died. What is he going to, he's going to lose it. Like yeah. he's already lost at that point. Um, and I, that's where that, that strength of, of understanding that. And I kind of was praying in an angry way, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. but I'm just like, God, like we, you took a deposit from us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to heaven. Yeah. You know, and I want that deposit back. Yeah. Right. And I, it's like, okay, what are you going to call out God? It's like, yeah. right. No, but I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, I'm yeah. angry about that. Yeah. And there's that deposit, but I understand that you took that. 
So that's okay. I want it back, but that <laughs> means, be okay. but, but it means, yeah, yeah. but it means that I, I know that exchange that's happening right now, meaning that like, I want to see my son again, who is in heaven. Yeah. How do I get there? Yeah. I got to follow Christ. Cool. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> easier said than done. Follow, I, I, and it's not because you're good enough. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's because but, he calls you. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's not like a, it's not like a, a car- the carrot before the horse kind of thing leading me, but <laughs> you know what I mean? But you get what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot, like I'm a logic based individual. I design and, well, it's and practical. That's where yeah. it is. Right. That's where yeah your child as a man i'm trying to be like where if that's where it goes then i must go that way right <laughs> yeah. and so in, in in which how that goes yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i think you think about it and it's like you know the darkness would be there either way and the darkness is so much better with the light shining through mm-hmm. you know and having jesus there with you and so you just realize that like man you know my hope is in you jesus like it has yeah. to be because you're the one that is going to Take care of me. You're the one that's going to get me through these things and get me through this broken world. And well, I wouldn't. I say it a lot, but I don't even know how. If I wasn't a believer, I just just even life right now with all this Mm -hmm. fake news and everyone's mad. I mean, everyone apparently hates everyone. I'm just if I wasn't a believer, I'd be like, why am I even doing anything for everyone? No one really Mm -hmm. cares about anyone. Everyone's selfish to some degree. Someone's gonna let you down at some time. So it is different when you consider the Bible. You consider the things that happen. I mean, and why they happen, you know? And the thing is, we're meant to be made in the image of Christ. We're living in this fallen world. And honestly, for people that are just going through that in particular, you know, guys, mm-hmm. um, God's the answer. God's the hope. And I don't yeah. mean just this belief, right. but a relationship with Jesus being forgiven right. and starting your journey with him. Because for whatever reason, he allowed you to bring that child into this world mm-hmm. and then took that child. Right. And that's how, and that, that's how everyone goes. It's just... He's the one who will lots of the times he knows. And that's right. just that. I mean, John the Baptist leapt in his mother's womb, right. filled with the spirit of God. Yeah. He understood. So that's where those childs go to be. So then for you, what has been the focus? Your church? I mean, you're obviously in church, your life. What What are you guys doing practically? Because I know when I said, what are you guys going to talk about? I mean, it's like teenagers, I mean, politics, <laughs> oh sorrow, battle, doubt. Yeah. I mean, end times you I put mean, in dude, here. Yeah, end times. I mean, we can, yeah. you know, you want to get into that? Revelation. We can do our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go. How long are we running? How, how, okay, <laughs> how long have you got, Isaac? Let's go further. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so what yeah. has been for you guys? Um, I mean. Oh, gosh. I mean, I just think we're in such a, a season of transition. There's been so gosh. much transition that sometimes it's almost really hard to slow down and to kind of even think about what it is that you should or shouldn't be doing or you know or kind of just like reconnect in like moments where you need to and I've been trying to be like personally myself just like trying to be really vigilant about making space and rest for that because I think we just have it all of it you know it's like the work is crazy the life is crazy you know our son just started high school um oh, just last month was it was the due date that you know we went past and i remember and Trace and saying just, this is that's hard yeah, yeah. and just yeah, so it's like we're just sitting in this I, I, my foot just got randomly injured like yeah i don't well, even know what's wrong with it yet I, well like, here, here's the thing you barely walk yeah. well a, f- a few weeks ago i'd shared on you know the ten commandments right and it's funny because i didn't really think unpacking the sabbath i know pastor andrew shared at our church recently on it yeah the rest but I was doing it somewhere else um, a while ago on the Ten Commandments, on all of them. And the, the reason why the Sabbath kind of blew my mind was because for 400 years, Israel never had a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So if we were Israelite Jew, I mean, obviously Hebrews, slaves, you made bricks with straw all day. That's all you did. You never rested. Right. Here comes God and there's two kingdoms at work. There's Pharaoh's kingdom 
you know, power and control and pain and hurt. And here's God's blessing. And God gives them a Sabbath. And he gives you a Sabbath to say, and this is back to your point, really, uh, where you're going with this, Amber. He gives them rest to say, you don't need to work mm-hmm. on this day. Mm-hmm. And what's happened in our culture in Christianity is we don't even know how to rest anymore. Yes. We don't keep the Sabbath in the same way because obviously Jesus fulfilled the Sabbath. But what that means is the idea, and I say it a lot, money never sleeps. Mm-hmm. The idea that I've got to chase, let's do advertising for a podcast. Let's make sure we go get you guys pregnant. What can we do? What can yeah. I, you know, we, we've got to make these things work and really it comes from the flesh. And even like Israel, they were told to gather food for six days, right. but they wanted to gather enough for seven. Right. And then the food was all moldy and stale because right. God's like, you don't trust me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing on that point that for a Christian, it's really hard to rest in what God has. Mm. And that's why I even thought about when you guys are coming on here is like, we're like, well, I guess, you know, I mean, I'm older than most of you guys. I'm 40, so I'm like, well, let's pretend we're all young and we're excited to be zealous <laughs> and creative and have yeah. all these things, you know, and dreams. Yeah. How much of that is me? And am I resting in Jesus in that? Right. Because every day is, and, and I'm saying that because you're saying what to even do, how to think. Well, yeah, because man, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, like I, I, but it's I broke your rhythm. With that. It's broke yeah. your rhythm now. Yes. And that's actually where God works. God works Truth. in the broken rhythm. True. Yeah. We could be the most unchristian Christians by being a vigilant pastor that does it the way I think I should do it rather than hearing God. Yeah. The reason churches can get tries because we're so good at structure, like the business world, but mm-hmm. we stop hearing where God is moving. I know there's a structure. I see what the Bible says, right. but I'm saying that to say, we want to be like the book of Acts, as everyone says, but mm-hmm. we've got to be able to listen and hear to what God is saying. Right. So Sabbath is really resting in him and saying, Lord, what do you have for us? Mm-hmm. You led these guys out here. Right. I mean, uh, well, to be more specific, are you guys planning on having more children you're like lord whatever you want to do yeah, yeah. we've kind of left that to to him so that's and kind of the sabbath thing that, lord yeah. whatever you what, do whenever yeah. you do okay good <clears throat> because we kind of pull that and let, let it be yeah. because it's like like us trying to lean on our own understanding to like pull this off make this happen we're just adding more stress to an already stressful so that grows your faith i'm right. gonna trust you when a baby we comes trust along we've had numerous times we've almost taken in people's kids and adopted and whatever you right. know like a couple of times right. people said we're, we're getting rid of these kids and yeah. we're like no, no no keep them yeah and once they had the kids and went through struggles and i'm like hey that our door is open yeah. whatever mm-hmm. happens what? happens and that's how i'm saying to people mm-hmm. to try and just even live your life if you have a job somewhere go work it right you have set hours through certain things do it but really be bent into what the lord's saying so like and that's mm-hmm. what's hard for us the world system is very rigid and controlled right and we gauge our significance by what we accomplished in a week. Yeah. And that is not... God allowed Moses, who would almost be worshipped by the Jews. That's why they God pretty much had his body hidden because they would have worshipped yeah, his bones. Still, yeah. He just got rid of him for 40 years in the wilderness and just did nothing with him until right. it was time. Right. John the Baptist spent 20 years alone with God to be used by him for only six months. Right. I don't know. And this is some old Ravenel stuff I was hearing, but he was like... We won't spend six months with God to be used by him for 20 years. Jeez. So I'm making the point that, that yeah. whatever we go through, you know, it's marriage, it's children, it's struggle, it's life. We've got to be able to rest in that Sabbath of Christ. Like, mm-hmm. Lord, whatever you give me each day, that's it. If you guys right. are pregnant in a week, praise God. Right. If it's in 10 years, whatever he right. does. So so for you practically, though, you're planted at church. What what you're focused on? What you want to start doing? The yeah. political thing. You're kind of bent towards yeah. what? Well, I know we've got a little bit of time left. But just to unpack. <laughs> I'll yeah, throw yeah. it in there a little yeah. bit. Well, I mean, I just, 
I, I was always a very, I grew up in Mass, Western Massachusetts, like hardcore punk political music, hardcore punk music yeah. and just like very edgy kind of like uh, approach to life. And it was just kind of like a, <laughs> like a big middle finger to the world. It was yeah. that kind of approach and a chip on her shoulder. I mean, you're from England, you know yeah. how that, the, what yeah. that's about. Um, but so I have that kind of that chip on my shoulder with it. But now it's like I'm kind of flipped because I was always just like trying to prove the world wrong, so to yeah. speak, and just be on that. And, and but now God has redeemed. It's like almost like an atheist being like, "I'm going to flip you, and now you're going to be on playing." Which for my happens team. a lot. Right. People then come to w- faith when they're chasing. It's like uh, Stro- uh, Lee Strobel. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but so my thing is like I, I just feel that the like society in general is just obviously we're moving in that direction. Where you know we talk about revelations mm-hmm. and how that like this is. You said Greenpeace. It's like, hey, I'm sorry. This is what's going to happen. It's yep. like, this is where we're going. But I just feel like it's almost like a battlefield that's going on, like culture wars that are that are happening. Yeah. And no one really knows how to fight it. And, and it's like, you know, you could say Jesus is like, okay, well, you know, if, you're, if your enemy, you know, like yeah. takes your coat. Or, turn the other cheek. Yeah, turn the other cheek. And um, it, all that to say that I feel that there's there's voices that should be raised up. I mean, like, like one story going on right now. I mean, that's like something that in there's multiple aspects that are happening. And yeah. I think that that groundswell is just finally giving voices to yeah. people who have been that silent majority for to a long time. To hear biblical truth. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the truth and, about and, it and, too. And what it looks like in multiple different facets and colors, not yeah. just, you know, and yeah. it's actually what Andrew had said um, in that say the church when he had said like, look, um, could someone had brought up the question about, you know, demographics in, in our church. And yeah. I thought his, his, his answer was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cause was, I knew the answer because <clears throat> when someone says, are we going to have more of the Hispanic or whatever right. in the church? Right. A few years later, someone said, Hey, how do we have more black people? And we've honestly asked those questions, but the problem is in Huntington Beach, right. but it's funny. you don't have as many it, it black was, people or yeah. whatever. So he says, hey, if we can figure out a way where people are going to own movies. Yeah, but it was just funny that they said that, though, because I'm like, but I, I mean, I'm I'm here, but I mean, it was like, but I just raised my hand like timidly, but I'm, like, I'm not Mexican or black, yeah. but I'm English. So I guess I guess I make you're up technically, the, yeah. and my wife's Mexican Italian. Yeah, so you so. got it. You're in, so you're good. But but it, but what he said was like, I for that day when there's just a multitude of just like from all different nations just praising Jesus. And it's like, it's going to look different. Like the Africans are going to do it one way. The South Americans are going to yeah. do it. But it's, we're all here for Christ and how that looks. All that to say that these stories need to be pushed up more because what I saw coming from the East Coast out here yeah. was one, this is a version of Christianity and of faith and of, of God that now I'm out here and I see it in a different light. Yeah. Right. And yeah. obviously there's a lot of factors that played in my personal life that got me there. Like God brought me to that space where I was at the end of my. But you still need to reach those people are speaking because the East Coast is very political. Oh God. Very um, driven by schooling yeah. and status and yeah. accomplishment. Yeah. And I've. California is more luxury yeah, and status. Yeah, and there's and, more space to kind of do these things. But so I, I felt like it's almost like God moved me out here into this space. I started developing photography skills and yeah. creative writing, creative uh, elements and stuff. So now that I have all these skills, what do I want to do with you these? You want to things? go present them back? Now I want to, to show, now I want to send these back. You had said one thing. I will point right at you. I'm just like pointing it right out. You had said one thing. Just one thing. One thing. Just only one. Sound that's like it. me. Just, 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 just one thing. I'm just bringing in one. You All right, Billy Crystal. <laughs> yeah. So this is Beach Fest uh, 2018, maybe. And wow. um, yeah, and I'm going to pick up Liam, who had just, um, you know, who had just uh, spent the night at his friend's house. And I'm picking up, and like now it's beautiful. You know, it's hunting the beach now, yeah. right? This was like like noon, right? It was like 11 o'clock. Just yeah. beautiful. It's blue. The the marine layer just burned out and i'm this like and i'm going to pick up liam it's not massachusetts it's not massachusetts we're not, we're, we're not in new yeah, england anymore no. <laughs> and so i'm literally 
it's like old England and New England. Here this is. This is where we go. And so I'm literally driving, right? And it's beautiful. And all, and all of a sudden I hear, on, I'm listening to K-Wave. All of a sudden Brian's, uh, Brian Sumner's on here. And it's just like, and so Brian, what's going on out here? And he's like, well, we're skating and we're doing things. And, and all these things. And you said, we're doing all these things to redeem them for the Lord. Yeah. We're doing all these things to redeem them for the Lord. Redeem them back is what you said. And I was just like, now I'm picking up my son. And I'm bringing him out here to go <laughs> skate and hang out with you guys because he thinks this is cool. There's a half pipe. It's all that's going on. All that to say that redeeming of it, yeah. like what's going on here. Like yeah. is this pod, you could use all this information. Pornography, and film, Do whatever craziness. you want. And, and it's, happening, it's happening, right? So it doesn't, and it's big business they're happening. There needs to be a, there needs to be that kind of push. And I, and it's just, I you think the God apostle for, Paul wouldn't use email, wouldn't use text, wouldn't use video. If it, if, if Become it, all things right. to all men. It means to the extent that we could glorify ourselves but but you're always going to wrestle with that listen the most conservative the most reformed guys that i love and listen to yeah when you have a ministry that's basically named something but's found around you right it could be the same idea right someone's in some way leading in the center i mean you need the elders you need the pastors but someone's only the face or the push of it someone is you know paul or timothy or peter or james and jerusalem and the way it was set up yeah that's there but to say if you've got all these skills, use them. Right. I got a text yesterday from a friend, listen, a young guy that had been in North Korea years ago, right. years ago, got to go into North Korea and skate and evangelize people. A lot of them got to go in. Friends got to go in with their music and play worship. Do you know anyone that's ever gone and evangelized? I do. Christian skateboarders, right. Christian musicians have gone in comes back, gets into Hollywood, wants to be an actor, all these things, numerous conversations over the years. Mm-hmm. If you could sit with Brad Pitt, I'd tell him, okay, so you want to be an actor in Hollywood, blah, 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 blah. okay, so you're sitting with Brad Pitt, what are you going to tell him? Are you really going to tell this guy about Jesus? Okay, are you going to get paid a couple hundred dollars to be on the set where maybe some vulgar things are going on to say you're now acting? What is the heart? What is the right. goal? Mm-hmm. He gets woke up this last week. He's in a church in LA, someone's preaching, reads his mail, and the words just start coming to him, you know, verses, everything, conversations, calls me up, his motorbike's been stolen, all the rest of it, freaked out, and just like, man, I've been living under this lie, deceived, and my conversation to him was, yeah, but for two or three years, you've been fine-tuning these talents and these gifts, don't think God won't redeem them. Right. I get the cold turkey from many aspects of life that can be dangerous to you, mm-hmm. and lead you to be lukewarm or like vomit, you know, which you'll right. spew out of your mouth. I mean, that's, he's talking to the church there. Right. Yeah. So you better be careful where you walk. Right. But to think that God wouldn't redeem your heart for photography and all the rest of it and use it. Right. That, and the thing is, it's only really God's when we give it to him. I mean, it's, it's his anyway. Exactly. But when we offer it to him, then it's really going to be used for him. Yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. just, we're to show you the week where, I mean, it's Toby Mac, it's the Cray, it's all these people I'm speaking on the stage. And it's like, you see, I mean, those guys were about glorifying the Lord. Mm-hmm. But here's the danger in American Christianity. You see these guys that play in this band and they, they show up. And I'm not talking about Toby Mack and those yeah, guys. Yeah. I mean, believe me, I know Toby. Yeah. But I'm saying they'll just be these great musicians. So they will have played America for 10 years, but they might not even gone in church in the last 10 years. Yeah. So everything they're doing is about who they are and what they're doing. Right. You've got to lay that down. Or oh, that stage that night isn't yeah. really submitted to the Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you see someone else goes up in their humility. Yeah. And there's a heart for those people. Right. There's a heart for the people that brought them in. Yeah. There's a heart for the time allotted to them to display the Lord's love. And and I'm gone on a bit, but I'm saying that to say, at forty, I'm seeing the popular thing in America right now mm-hmm. is to write books and have podcasts about the most relevant things 
only for the sake of discussion. Right. Let's all talk about how to love this certain kind of people. And we'll write 50 books on it. Mm. What about the gospel? What about preaching the truth? Right. What about loving people with the truth? Because we all want to be relevant and fit in, and relevance isn't what's relevant. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not what right. it is. What's relevant is the gospel is love, and that's just where you go. Bringing obviously, light to the darkness. That's it. Obviously, use, use your story, use your gift, people right. listening. Use skating, use acting, use it, use it all, but be willing to lose it all. Right. Someone mm-hmm. just, what was the guy's name? Was it Josh Harris? Who was the guy? No, who was the guy who just... You wrote that book. Who was it? Who was the guy who wrote the book about I Kiss Dating Goodbye? Oh, uh, yeah, Joshua Harris. Yeah. Was, was yeah you know, it's Harris? funny. And so I'm, I'm literally going on Instagram and yeah. I'm like, let me do like, so I like, all right, here's his post. All right, yeah. there that is. But like, I want I go down to the comments. Yeah. That's where you got it. Like, all right, here's where what's going on here. Right. You, know I mean? like, comments. you get down to there's the troll forest, but yeah. there's also some people like the troll to, forest. Yeah. That's, that's, funny. that's where these yeah. people come from. But then there's also this people who are trying to have conversations or that whether they're well, they really want to know they're trying yeah. to figure out what right. happened because right. the danger is you are a young believer. You write a book, it becomes significant. Right. And I just heard a guy the other day talking about it. And he said, you know, he he literally was raised in the church, wrote this book, it blows up. So he kissed dating goodbye, right. kissed his marriage goodbye, right. and then kissed his faith goodbye. Right. Mm-hmm. The only thing he didn't kiss goodbye was himself. <laughs> and wow. I was like, that is profound. That is absolutely yeah. profound. You know, I mean, it is, it's true. It's easy to get caught up in the significance of you. You know, oh, in oh. everything. I mean, I I know that that has been something that I've been like struggling with for a very long time. Well, I that's mean, how Satan fell. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, no, it's that's like pride. that's how it's that's, that's how I fell for a very long time, and I still like you know get caught up in things, especially career oriented stuff. Mm. You know, I mean, I I look at it now in a different light, and I'm like, wow, and I'm kind of in the same space as he is, where it's like I have built up all of these different skills, where it's like it is no coincidence that I have. You know, in my mm-hmm. last job, I was there for about five years, and I mean, I got the development of a person who was maybe working at something for a good 15, 20 yeah. years. And, and it is moving quicker now, yeah. but you have that resource now. Yeah. So why wouldn't you use that? Right. If and I'm sitting at a table and you're there and someone's talking about it, what else could you and go, hey, Amber, tell yeah. us what you think. Yeah, I, I, I was here. with my friend who's just finished. I think he's getting a master's in apologetics. Mm. It's like, hey, I'm just trying to figure out how to work this out. And I go, well, if I was sitting at a table with all these pastors, all these people and having a discussion, and you're the apologetics guy... When someone asks a question, he's also a business major right. who has done amazing things in business. Right. You don't think I'm going to say, hey, tell them about business. Right. Like right. if God has given you that gifting, given you that avenue. Bring I it mean, to the table. Isaac's here producing. Like he's the right. guy. Produce, you know, like yeah. bring it. And that's Christianity. Right. Yeah. It's open what's in your hand. Use it. So you've had this redemptive releasing, you know, God's child to heaven. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now you're in this place of, okay, because you're still, you guys hit 30 yet or no? I don't know anymore. No, yeah, We're about loving one ourselves. I, now I'm starting to get my yeah, ego. I know, back I know. Up, no, yeah, I'm 36. I think, she, I think she's blushing actually. I yeah. know, yeah, because yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, oh my like, gosh, am I going to no, be like, 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 no, so I'm 36 and, and Tony's 37. Yes, I am 37, okay, wow. actually. Yeah. Wow. Wow. This is and he's, right here. he's paler because of the Puerto Rican, so you don't see the blushing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> <But> so, <laughs> and the bike rides. I'm and always the bike, the bike rides. rides to get the good so, light. So honestly, now it's like, okay, you've been through some battles, some wars. Mm. What's God going to do next? And it sounds like you've been birthing. You want to use all these resources. Amber's driven. 
Liam's on board. I mean, mm-hmm. hitting what high school? Yeah. So he's yeah. just so he's in a yeah. yeah. And so that's I mean, there's that part of that too. So now I mean, you have yeah Dakota. You yeah. Know, and then so then when Jude's getting into that space, I, I mean, know. and it's a wrestle, dude. It's a fight because it's like, look, they you know he'll be looking at you. It's like, all right, Dad. Yeah. Oh, they already look at me. They don't listen. Yeah. All I don't right, know Dad. they ever listen to a podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they'll whatever. tell me things someone else said that they might have heard from me. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like whatever. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Whatever. no, no, no. I said but, that, know. but that's cool. I gotta, I, God, yeah. you're, you're here's teaching how me I here. really said it. No, yeah, no, yeah. no that's 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 God's way of chipping away at your ego. Honestly, it is. I mean, literally, I just went in the garage the other day and unpacked pretty much the history of my skate career that has been stowed away for years. Yeah, and Jude, now that he skates, is I'm like, what? And a lot of it, I'm <laughs> I'm getting out. You know, yeah. like I raise full time supports, so everything's extra. Yeah, I'm just selling and even using the resources for ministry. Right, mm-hmm. but even to that extent, I just feel like. When you're in this world of Christianity, it just doesn't even matter the same. It's like, no. yeah. who cares? Yeah. You know, I it's mean, true. That's the thing. It's like, you're just like, okay, well, what can we do? How can we take all of the like talents that we have? And it's so funny. We got into this conversation one time about Solomon and the talents and how he got, you know, 666 talents every day. And we always thought about, um, or we were thinking about like how it, you know, it's like, what about like, talents like gifts that you have you Mm -hmm. know like think about it from that perspective like and how it's like we are those people who like god has blessed us with so many different gifts and i don't say that from like an egotistical standpoint i say it because it is overwhelming sometimes like you know you get the people who are like I, you know, I don't know what I want to do or what I can do. And I'm like, man, I don't know what to do with all the stuff that I have. It's like, put me in, coach. (laughs) I know, I know. And so I think it's like taking all of that now and trying to find a way to redeem it for God and for a greater cause and for the kingdom. And it's like Tony always talks about, you know, finding your Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. And he's very East Coast. Huh? Yeah, he's very yeah. East Coast. Yeah, it's true. And I think you know that's something that we're we've been on the lookout for for a while. Just finding different people who have different talents who can come together to make something bigger for the kingdom. Like you were saying, like with Isaac sitting here, you know, doing the. Well, Isaac just said, "Hey, let's do this." I'm like, "Okay, I want to honor him believing in it." Yeah. yeah, you guys are over here. People are over here, and that's what you do. And you know, I've heard it said a lot lately. A lot of pastors just went in sermons, but. I don't know who said it, but in service is where you find your gifting. Yeah. What you step into, begin to put your hand to, and God begins to open that door, that's it. Like, I, I, Music to me is the best example. I can play anything strumming around, but the second someone starts drumming, I have no rhythm. If I try and play a song for someone, it, it's like God purposely did not give did me not that talent. It. So I see someone who sings and goes, you should be singing for the Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone that can do you know, mathematics, their brain, or right. whatever. I mean... Isaac's producing. I'd be two details. I drive us all crazy. Yeah. So I can bounce, you know, and, and you know that. Yeah. Even coming to the <laughs> song with Josh Harmon, even yeah. coming to this, he's like, well, just do this. I was like, no, 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 no. And then when it worked, he goes, I get it. Yeah. I get what yeah. you were waiting for. Right. But so that, and even like, hey, let's just jump in the show tonight. We'll do this. Hey, I'll throw on a sermon from a few weeks ago. Hey, because yeah. I don't, I don't want to go and plan all these things. Right. No. Yeah. And yeah, get I mean, in that's the way. I love that. Like you, like reaching out and being like, hey, and I was. Just well, like, that's this my is heart spirit. to get to where there's enough people just with these amazing stories, like the woman with the two, with the mites. We don't even know her name, mm-hmm. but she did something the Lord's boasting in, and people just need to be. People who are hurt need to be loved. Right. People mm-hmm. hearing that need to be told, you're going to get through this. God is good. He'll right. never leave you or forsake you. It's just the verse we use. Mm-hmm. But so I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to do another podcast mm. later on where Tony comes on with the political side. <laughs> yeah, and we then get maybe, fired, man. Talk about the future. Because um, I guess we could preface the, pr- the next one with are we pre-trib 
mid trip, post trip, <laughs> all millennial, whatever. Yeah. Guys, you left Man, to tune I want in. in on I know, that I know. Talk. I always say I'm pan trip. It's gonna pan out. However, yeah. <laughs> and then politics and culture, guys. I have a lot to say about oh, man. a Trump and prophecy, yeah. and I don't mind saying it. You want to get on the flat earth and Listen, Nephilim in, and the occult? Isaac's nodding. I mean, you know, I'd say maybe even what next time we do it, we'll jump right in and do it. And no, I'll, I'll do some more research to tighten it up for people. Yeah. But, um, I'm but you know, well, why don't we do this even in just closing down a bit? Do you want to, you just want to pray um, maybe for the couple, for the parent, for the whoever that's just gone through this? Mm. Guys, you know, Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Um, it's about his blood. We are his yes. children. He shed it for us. He has mm. called us to repent. We're guilty. Right. And God has paid that price on the cross. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. And we we aim to put that in everything that we put out, especially when I'm traveling, preaching, teaching as a pastor. Um, that's the gospel. Yeah, right. But a lot of times in this, we want to be able to help and just encourage people who might be mad at God, hate God, and frustrated. They mm-hmm. might have closed off from the spouse, from their family. I've heard of people who for 15 years were mad because they lost a child and it ruined their life. Mm-hmm. So this is almost more of a housekeeping, but would you guys just want to either pray into or something for just people that are listening and close us out? Yeah. Um, mm. Lord Jesus, we just, we first of all, thank you, God, um, just for mm. everything that you give us, even in our struggles, Lord. Yeah. You are always there with us in the darkness. And, oh, Lord, we are just so, so grateful for you just sitting with us in that. Yes, and, Lord, I just pray for anyone who is listening to this, God, um, anyone who's struggling with their marriage um, or is in the pain and um, the loss uh, season of their life, maybe losing a child, God, whether Mm. that be through pregnancy or just an older child, God, um, you know, any loss at all, Lord. I just pray that they would open up their eyes and their minds and their hearts towards you, you, God, Um, that they would really understand and know that you are there and you will sit with them in whatever it is that they have going on, that all the ugliness, all the messiness, um, all the brokenness, Lord, that none of that is too much for you to deal with, God. And we always look for earthly solutions, Lord. We go to counseling, God. We, um, you know, Mm. we look for other people to validate us. We go to to the internet uh, for our answers, God. And I just pray that, Lord, instead of doing those things, that they would would look to you first, Lord, for guidance, um, Mm. for to be navigated uh, down the right path in whatever they're sitting in, Lord, and Mm -hmm. just to feel the comfort of your Holy Spirit wrapped around them, God. Mm -hmm. Um, And just know that they're not alone, Lord, Um, that no matter what, that you're there with them, that other people um, have gone through similar things that they've gone through, Lord, Mm -hmm. and that they can get through it with you, Jesus. So we're just... We're just thankful that you hear our prayers, God. Um, and just pray for anybody who's listening out there, really, mm-hmm. to just take this to heart, Lord. And um, if they didn't hear anything else, God, um, that they would just hear this prayer to you. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. We just pray in your mighty name, Jesus. In Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. Awesome. Well, guys, I hope you uh, just listen to what you've, you've paid attention to because, you know, Tony has opened up about things when you were three. Right. Um, but when you were 14, guys, this is real life. Yeah. There's crazy things that people carry. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to church to be at a religious place and to pick up a book and do whatever. Right. I mean, I had an encounter with Jesus, but I seen people that loved Jesus, and I know people have loved you. Mm. I'm thankful that we're at a church where people love each other, but these churches mm-hmm. are around the world. The body of Christ is spread abroad right. around the world. Mm-hmm. And even when Jesus challenged the disciples, you to leave, they say, where will we go? 
to whom shall we go? Mm. We're not going to a religion or going up a mountain. We need Jesus. Yes. And so I just hope, guys, if you've heard and my brother and sister, mm-hmm. that you would hold on to the things, the truths of God. We tell you every week, but get in your Bible and yes. put worship on. Talk to people about the Lord, those challenges you have. Be like Tony and like I was. I mean, and Amber jumped in as well, but dig for the truth. Right. Challenge scripture, challenge, challenge God's word, because if it's true, it's God's responsibility to make it known, convict the heart. Mm-hmm. But guys, I'm just so thankful you guys are on. Right. Thank it's you. been fun. Thank we'll you. do it again so soon. Fun, yeah. Yeah. And one of our more relaxed, able just to talk and hang. Yeah, and it's been good, but love you guys. God bless. You. And guys, uh, remember... We've said it, but the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it's the power of God. Go over to briansumner.net and check out what I'm doing. Guys, how can people get a hold of you before we get out of here? Oh, uh, Do you want to yeah. put any Instagram stuff out there? Because sure. some people will hit yeah, you up. I gotta, yeah. People like to share. Go ahead. Sure. Um, you can find me on Instagram at a champagne. Like the drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my maiden name. That was her maiden name a that I ruined from her. Matos. Yeah. Um, you can find me there on Instagram. And a Champagne Matos yeah. on Instagram. I'm happy yeah. to, to talk to anybody if mm-hmm. you feel like you mm. are struggling with something that you felt. And guys, do it right away. You. Believe me, just for the mums that yeah. hit up my wife or I know since the molders, the amount of people that have hit them up mm. and said, man, and just, and then right Tony on. for your stuff on um, there. <clears throat> yeah, uh, at uh, Tony J Matos, J the letter J. That's mm-hmm. for Jose. 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 <laughs> Jose. Jose. Jose Matos. Tony J. Matos. Uh, yeah, that's for like my photography and artwork and all that stuff. But guys, you know yeah. what? We're a family. Reach out to us. We want to redeem all this stuff. Yes. I yeah, get man. to go places where I walk into a church. I'm preaching. Right. And I was like, hey, I'm listening to your podcast. Praise God. Praise hey, God. Hey, that one episode. That. Hey, this one thing someone said. Hey, this whatever. If Satan's using all this stuff to reach, we want to use all this stuff and we want to encounter more people. They can come through Huntington, visit church, come see people and say, you shared something. You know what? I was ready to give up, but the Lord used you. Then God is good. I mean, God's good anyway, but thank you, Lord, for the simpleness of a podcast or the power of a testimony because of Christ. So God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Take care, guys. Later. Bye-bye. This has been brought to you by the One Story Podcast. Tonight, I have a